Brought to you by the WZIP sports team, this is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. I didn't really plan to ask this, but since you brought it up, what's it like kind of having like your own meme? Like how does that make you feel? <laughs> Exclusive original content. He crosses paths with another best in the world. Oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Oh, that gets me excited. And of course, the hottest takes. My dad used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you don't like football. Well, like... I say I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise the <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> so get ready, because it's time for SPT Overtime. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. Today, I'm joined by the next big thing in the UFC. He is 12-4 and four from Spoken, Washington. You may know him as Terrence McKinney, or as I like to say, T-Rex. Thank you for being on the show today. feel honored. I was able to reach out to Cabot Phillips at Daylight Wire. Um, he got me in touch with you, and now we're here. So, uh, how are you doing today, T-Rex? Hey, I'm doing great, brother. Um, it's finally headed towards my favorite season, summer. Yeah. So- it is uh it's a warm one in Ohio today. Is it uh is it getting warmer where you're at? No, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, um you're one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I'm a huge huge fan of yours. Um I want to talk about your most recent fight, but before that you have a crazy life story. So, your mom has you at 16. You move in with your grandma until you're 10, correct? Right. All right, and how how was that living with um her? Um, it was it was difficult growing up because I lived with like eleven other kids. So like, imagine that like we didn't have much food food growing up, and if we if one person got a gift, it was everybody's gift, you know? Right. Wow, that's that's crazy. Then you moved to a military base in Germany. Yes, sir. That's correct in Frankensburg. Wow, that's a uh, so how how does that happen? Uh, my mom gets stationed out there, and she ended up marrying a guy named Ross. And then we end up, they end up getting married, and then I moved down to Washington after she got out of the military. Did you go to school when you were in Germany? Yeah, we had to learn the song, Ferris Jaka, Ferris Jaka. <laughs> you know, we, they were making us learn a different language. That was, that was new to me because... I grew up in a country town in Minesville going to school. The only thing we learned was the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's funny. Then you end up going back to Davenport, Washington. Yes, sir. And then I, I see that uh you were you were picked on a lot as a kid. Did you get in any fights when you were younger? Yeah, that was just the normal weekday for Terrence. Like and I treated school like prison. I was like, see if I because I moved all the time, so like the only way I know to get the street camp was fight the first day of school. Wow. And everyone knew who you was, and I, I kind of treated it like jail in that aspect. I was like, oh, I got to make sure everyone knows not to mess with me. So <laughs> so you've been fighting. Yeah. So then you get to high school, uh, you, you're wrestling, your senior year, you're a top 10 recruit. Can you talk about your wrestling career a little bit and then getting into college? Uh, so... Um, I think this is what got me, like, the big school offers. So, and at my freshman year of high school, I sucked at wrestling. I think I was, like, 0-6. And, and then there was, like, a duel where we, like, had to win or we'd never, it, we would never beat CV in, like, 20 years. So I'm about to get checked in this duel. And there's, like, 
10 seconds left. I take this kid down and pin him with like 10 seconds, with like seven seconds on the clock or so to win the duel. Dang. And after that, I was, after that, I was hooked. Like I wasn't winning that much, but that moment right there made me fall in love with wrestling forever. And then like I start getting better. I end up being like a state alternate. And then my sophomore year, I took third. And then the next year I took first. And then I was able to go to the nationals at Fargo. And I was one match away from placing. And I almost beat Joey McKenna, who in, who was a national finalist for Division One. So, like, I ended up having a close match with him and a lot of D1 schools looking for me. And then, like, it boosted my stock in wrestling-wise. And then I ended up going to North Tidal College after I won my second state title. Gotcha. So, you uh, you definitely had a better high school wrestling career than I did. <laughs> but uh, that that's awesome. I love the wrestling. I love watching you wrestle. And then I watched the, uh, the last UFC card, had that Bryce Mitchell match, Kobe Covington, obviously. And those are two real heavy wrestler so I like watching the wrestling we get to 2014 and I think that's the year that the incident happened you're on you're on acid shrooms and you're you're blackout drunk at a party am I accurate yes that's correct so (laughs) let me ask what what are you seeing you're on if you're on all these drugs and you're drunk what's going on in your head I thought I was still dreaming on the couch that's what I thought, but really, I was I was out of my body, man. It was just still doing stuff that I thought I was doing my trip, but I was doing it in real life, but differently. Uh, yeah, that, that's insane. You go through a window and you you cut your neck or you, you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. I cut my eye right like right here, and I was just gushing out blood. Okay, and you're kind of like you're not. You're just out of it, and. Mm-hmm cops show up do you what do what do you remember from this point so the cops show up are you are you remembering anything i'm not i'm i'm seeing completely different things like when i saw the cops in that trip uh they're like terrence we don't know how you got this powerful but you need to stop and i was like <laughs> and i was like you're right and there's nothing you can do to stop me and i turned to like this incredible honk dude and i'm fighting like these super Super demon cops and stuff in my trip. <laughs> That's crazy. So you were, you felt like, uh, like you were a superhero, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. They couldn't get control of you, and you were tased. But then, like, you weren't. You didn't go down. You were like, you were chilling. You got tased, and you were still, you were still going. Yeah, I, I ate it, man. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> scared if I was the like oh no that's crazy that's crazy then this is the part that I think is the craziest is that you they get you in the ambulance finally and your heart stops twice is that right yeah that's correct that do you remember anything from that or or is that point like you're just you're out of it I was completely out of it as soon as I hit the window like I was knocked out right there right so I was just like a walking zombie at that point Man, that that's crazy. But you were able to turn your life around a- after that, or or were you still kind of partying a little bit? I was just not doing so many crazy drugs, just like smoking and drinking a little bit. Nothing crazy. Got you. And you know, fortunately, you didn't let that determine who you are, and you get into MMA. So why why did you want to get into the MMA? Um, because like. 
God showed me in my trip that I thought everyone in the world become like one of the baddest dudes on the planet. And I was like, if I saw that and I died twice, I think I'm supposed to fight. And so, yeah, that's how I pretty much started fighting after that. Uh, I started fighting in 2017. I wanted to finish out school because it's easy to get in a bigger promotion. But God already showed me what I was supposed to do. And I become one of the most powerful dudes on the planet, you know? Dang. So. Amen to that, brother. That is, that's a crazy story. You get to Contender Series for a while, and you get your first big UFC fight at 263. Um, you hit your opponent with the perfect one-two, knocked him out in seven seconds. Fastest knockout in lightweight history. Uh, this is when I first heard of you, became an instant fan. How, how was that moment? Um, it was incredible. I still cry about it to this day, just like for every fight, man, because I could have easily just been dead and for God to put me in the position I'm in today to never have to work again. Like, I'm forever humbled and grateful. That's why I won't ever stop grinding. I'm at the gym right now. Like, this, I don't just do this for myself. I do it for you guys that supported me, my family, and most importantly, for for Jesus who died on the cross for our sin, you know? That's awesome. You, uh, yeah, that was very emotional. I think it was very emotional for everybody watching. But I want to ask, you're the first UFC fighter I've gotten to talk to. How does it feel hearing Bruce Buffer announce your name? Oh, it, it doesn't, it never gets sold. It feels like I'm in a video game. Right. I, I got it. I, I figured that's like, I don't know. That's crazy. That's kind of like, I might be something small, but to me, I feel like that's something I'd be so big. Yeah, that's the, that's my favorite part, honestly, when they're announcing the Because it's just like, finally, like, this is what I've been dreaming of. And it's like, finally here, like, and that's why I'm not going to not do interviews. Like, I just thank God for the interviews. I thank God for the fights because this is what I prayed for. And, that, and I'm going to be grateful about it all, even if, if it seems annoying at the moment. Amen. You go on, five-fight win streak, all first-round finishes. That's got to feel cool. Yeah, that feels great, man. That's awesome. Two weeks ago, four days, you fought, had a first-round submission versus Ferris Zium. And then this past Saturday, you fought Drew Dober. Is it Dober? Or yeah. You fought Drew Dober. How much of a mental and physical challenge is that for you to just jump back into the into a fight like that? Um, the shape was there. I think the, doing the weight cut two times in a row did affect me. But I still, overall, overall though, um, I felt incredible. And I knew I was ready for the challenge ahead of me, which is, was Drew Dober. Yeah, it was very exciting uh, hearing that you were gonna you were gonna fight like again after just being able to watch you. I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Have you been able to watch the fight back yet? I know some fighters don't like to watch their fights right away, or maybe they never will. Have you watched? I watched the whole thing. I remember the whole fight too. Like I was never out of the fight there um, at all. So yeah, let's talk about it. So first ten seconds, you come in, flying knee, lay some big punches on him. He gets up, hit him with another flying knee. So two flying knees in like 30 seconds. Was that kind of your game plan coming into the, the fight? Um, yeah, I knew I was a bigger person, so I knew I would be able to take risks. And I, and I just knew, like, I just knew by looking at me, he wouldn't think I hit as hard as I did. So I wanted to exploit that and take it to my, take it to my advantage. Yeah. What are you thinking? Not getting the knockout, being able to hit him with those clean knee shots and him keep fighting. Are you, were you surprised at all? I was surprised. I was like, this dude's a freak, man. Like, 
That's why I all respect to him, man. This dude is a warrior. He ate it like a champion. He did what he was supposed to do, but uh, it was a great learning experience. For sure. Yeah, so you you keep going for knees, hit some spinning attacks, take down. You guys go back and forth a little. Walk me through kind of how this fight ends. Um, I think the ref thought I got kneed in the face, like, but I didn't. I got kneed in the body. I was never hurt. I had to drop back or I was else I was gonna get kneed in the face. And and then in, he didn't give me any warning. He just stops the fight. So I'm like confused as hell. I'm like, what? I was like, I'm not even hurt, bro. So you like, so you would say that was definitely an early stoppage. A hundred and ten percent, bro. And no disrespect to the ref, but. I probably never have him ref one of my fights again. No, I I agree. I, I I was watching the fight and I was like, "Are you serious? Like he he looks fine to me." And you know the he. Uh, I, I I swear it was like what? Uh, if that fight got stopped right there, they should have stopped it multiple times. Like mm. Izzy dropped Derek Brunson down two times in a row, and they stopped the fight there. I put this dude on his shields three times in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway, that's a clear round of the year. I mean, that whole round yeah. of fighting was incredible. Yeah. Um. Where Where are you it going? Definitely for- was the round of the year. That fight was one of the funnest fights I've ever been in. Like, cause it was the guy that actually fought me back, like, and wanted to kill me too. Yeah. So I mean, it was. I knew it was gonna be one of the, a fun fight, and I loved every second of it. I mean, obviously, you know, you're upset. You took a loss, but you don't seem like you're really letting it um tear you down too much. Is that Is that an accurate statement? Uh, hundred percent accurate. Cause we all know I whooped it. So like, <laughs> right. I lost. We all know I won. Like, my face is good. Everything's clear. Like, um, I just can't wait to fight again in two months. So we're just we're just waiting and see what's next. Do you know who that opponent might be? I just know from here on out it's going to be a tough opponent. So I'm definitely going to be running a lot more now because I know most of these guys at the top 10 level I'm going to be is going to be willing to push through the damage. And, and I know to pick my shots now and fight like a veteran, not like a street fighter. Right. Are even, you, though I really, even though I love to be aggressive and put people out bad. For sure. Do you, uh, are you still thinking you're on track to be a champion next year? Oh, 100%. Because now people know I'm legit. And now I know, like, if a fight happens, they would be willing to put me in against the top 10 guys because no one's ever dropped Dude Dobry and I right. get in in eight seconds. Yeah. That was a crazy fight. You're still looking for gold next year, but just something that I was looking at. I was looking at your Twitter. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but are you a pro wrestling fan? Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Have you always Good kind of... Way, Booker T was my favorite. Um, um, Ray Mysterio, Stone Cold Steve Austin was my favorite growing up. That's that's cool. Is there any, any chance maybe after your UFC career we see T-Rex in, in the ring? Hundred and ten percent, or doing a guest appearance. Expect me to expect to see me doing it all, man. I'm just gonna really enjoy this journey that God put me on. That's awesome. Well, man, I I appreciate you um coming in for this interview. It was uh definitely awesome, uh, and I'm excited to uh, look forward to you see seeing you fight, seeing you hold the championship up pretty soon. How can uh, fans stay in uh stay uh, up to date with you in your career? Um, check me out at T W R E C K S, which is T Rex at one at one fifty five. T Rex one fifty five on my Twitter and on my Instagram and T Rex 
Uh, let me look on my TikTok real quick. Sorry. It's just been a while since I've been on it since the fight. T-Rex95 on TikTok. You guys can find me there. And those are my social medias account. Feel free to hit me up if you want advice. Or if you're feeling alone, if you need a brother, a friend. And I'm always going to be here as a family member for you guys because we're all related in the eyes of God anyway. So, like, just know I'm always going to be here for you guys. Awesome, bro. You were such an inspiration. You're so happy. You've been smiling the whole conversation. Uh, And I was just happy that you were able to come on. And thank you at home for listening to another episode of SBT Overtime. My name's Alex Henry with Terrence McKinney signing off. Yes, sir. Stay blessed, brother.